because it's a constant stream. <laughs> There'd be no way to know. <laughs> I didn't realize Wes was so ableist about his Coco Melon commentators. I'm willing to draw This is my line in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, hey, to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, the game show where one of us is quizzed on a bunch of bullshit they don't care about, and sometimes we rope somebody else into the mix. I'm your almost co-host. never actually. This yeah, truly, almost, this is this is the first time that uh, someone else is being quizzed. Truly unprecedented. Uh-oh. I'm breaking boundaries today, uh, completely out of boredom. I've wanted to try this out. I've wanted to try this out for a while. I'm honored. Um, I didn't know you hadn't done this yet. Yeah, Wes I... has been saying we're not allowed to bring in a third, despite <laughs> the fact that he last year was like, we should get a third person to host the show. I just think we're really opening up uh, Pandora's box here because we have a long line of guest hosts who have been on this show, and uh, you decided to just willy-nilly give this out to the newest one (laughs) who ran the longest episode. (laughs) (laughs) That's why. You know, I just, I just, I'm willing to say probably we can probably say goodbye to Brandy at this point. She's, she's walking. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry because uh, I already promised uh, Kathy that I would quiz her on the next guest episode. <laughs> mm, Kathy, okay. So we've got our longest episode, and then up next, our next quizzer is the host of our worst episode. <laughs> Oh, not our worst episode was just us. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but that wasn't our fault. I blame Zack Snyder. True. <laughs> for can't sabotaging for my computer. To, can't wait for us to review Rebel Moon. <sighs> I'm your co-host, Ethan. We still haven't said our names. Uh, this is our other normal co-host... Steven, that's where that's where you uh, come in. Oh, right, yeah. Steven, I've been here the whole time. And this, and this is And I am your steady streaming host <laughs> Wesley. The real question is how much of the streaming conversation I leave at the start of this episode. It's not going to be a lot. Yeah. I like to not push out any new listeners immediately. <laughs> Especially on a movie I think is probably going to be pretty popular. I would say if you if you start in on your comment, I didn't realize you were so ableist about That's what I was planning. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly where I was planning on coming in. <laughs> we're still on our anime bullshit, but hopefully this time with some less obscure movies. <laughs> yeah, we're about a third into our... We're over a third of our way through this... Uh, this season and you know i've gotten a a good dose of it and my my tummy's starting to hurt (laughs) (laughs) but i won't let him drink the pepto until we've made it to the end 
baby needs his pesto. His pesto. <laughs> Ooh. Pepto, if you're listening, get on Pesto Bismol. I think there's something there. Uh, wait, so... If Pepto wasn't even gross enough, what's that pesto flavoring? What if it was chunkier? It's not just green. It's a mix of pink and green. It's not even mixed all the way. It's like (laughs) Pepto. It's kind of like oil and water. Shake it. Uh, so this is somewhat related. I'll be quizzing Wes and Steven on the movie Your Name by Makoto Shinkai. That's right. I said the director's name, so Steven can't get out, I assume, the one thing he might have known about this movie. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> I know uh, what the cover looks like. I'll say that. Perfect. Uh, so let's get into the quiz. Why haven't you seen this movie? And tell me exactly what happens in it. Um, I'll go first because mm-hmm. you know I got nothing to add. <laughs> um, haven't seen it. Didn't know about it. I don't know anything about it. Um, I'm gonna guess this is a response to the song "Say My Name, Say My Name." <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been thinking about that one? <laughs> uh, just in the last 15 seconds. Um. Because I was gonna sing "Say Your Names" and then I'm like, "That's not, that's not the lyrics. I can't have egg on my face this quick." I would say if you go based on your hunch on the plot of "Say My Name," you might get a little bit about the plot of this movie. <laughs> Those are the only lyrics I know. Ah, um, so I'm. Why would someone say "Say My Name"? Say my name. Maybe when they're having <laughs> sex. Okay. <laughs> Wes has been begging me to show him hentai this entire time, and he thinks now I've relented. You know how when someone's having sex with someone, they're just begging, say my name. (laughs) (laughs) Just say my name. (laughs) George! (laughs) You don't even need to say you love me. (laughs) Say my name, Laura. (laughs) Acknowledge that it's me, please. Um, Give me a genre It's romance Okay It's a meet cute This is gonna be like a silent voice But it won't be silent Because they're gonna be saying a name The dialogue in this movie is just Repeating one person's name (laughs) (laughs) It's just someone looking at a, a list of names going, is this it? Is this it? Just going through the yellow pages. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ten. called Your Name. Because if they get through the phone book, eventually they will have said Your Name. <laughs> it's immaculately animated. Just gorgeous. Every two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stephen, uh, why haven't you seen this movie? What happens in it? All right, um, so I think it might have been a little bit spoiled for me. I think I saw uh, a, a nugget of the plot. Um, 
I know, okay, so Shinkai, the director, is like the current darling of anime, right? He's doing big things. He's got that uh, romance about the chair coming out with the age gap relationship. Um, And this movie, I've only heard from like friends who have seen it. Uh, It has made them cry. So I think it's going to be a sad romance. Not sure if someone dies. But I do think I heard it's a Freaky Friday situation where the romantic leads switch bodies. Um, so that'll be interesting, having a romance Freaky Friday. I also feel like there's going to be some interesting Japanese gender politics things in there. About what if I was a girl? That, I don't know, might, might be nuanced or might not be. We'll see. I'll hold you to the the phrase "interesting gender politics." <laughs> but yeah, sad Freaky Friday. Okay. Will it be as interesting as the gender politics in our last movie? <laughs> <laughs> Only you can decide. <laughs> All right. My first open-ended question. I will let you know this is one of the ones that I wrote uh, as we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember the answer, so I'm going to have to watch and check. Uh, so number one, why does Taki, the male lead of this movie, want to save up so much money? Why does he want to save up money? Mm-hmm. For the same reason anyone would want to save up money. Mm-hmm. Power. <laughs> Love money <laughs> money for the sake of money yeah pile yeah, of, one thing pile of cash one thing i forgot to mention is that the male lead of this movie is a dragon hell yeah <laughs> uh, steven this, why this is, is why just is dragon quest isn't it it's it's another dragon quest movie i'm <laughs> dragon sorry quest ah. your name <laughs> <laughs> crossover you never do you wanted and then you'll find out you don't <laughs> uh my gut says it's for a bicycle and uh i'm gonna add on top of that it might be a motor bicycle um something he can use to travel cool cool looking bike traveling in style yeah All right, my next open-ended question. Why doesn't Mitsuha, our female lead of the movie, get to go on her date with Okudera, the cool, hot uh, waitress? And how does she feel about missing her date? Steven, I'll let you field this one first. Uh, Yeah, I think uh, she's she's broken up with right before the date. Um, Like... She's there, the other person isn't, and it's over text. And she's pissed because that sucks. Um, So she's unhappy. Okay. I'll take that. Wes? So she isn't able to go on a date, and she's pissed off about it. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I didn't say she's pissed off. I asked you how she felt about missing it. Oh. Well, she's pissed off about it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, you know, 
she her her mom's been hounding her to find someone to settle down with and this is the first guy that she's come across that she thought maybe maybe there's a chance but life finds a way to just royally screw everything up and you know what she's pissed (laughs) okay perfect but why does she why doesn't she get to go on the date um cancer (laughs) okay classic (laughs) Sad movie. Good sad movie trope. Mm-hmm. Throwing Ray Romano as the father and you got <laughs> big sick. <laughs> Except that's not cancer. That's a different super specific illness that I don't know the name of. Yeah. Cancer. Insert any ailment and it's the same story. Chicken pox. <laughs> Cancer's in the air. In Ohio... Speaking of major events, what major event happened in the city of Itomori three years ago? In the movie? In the movie. Okay. I'm not sure if it's a real city. <laughs> I didn't know I if think you were just asking Kern about Yeah, guys, <laughs> just, check, just check it in. Three years ago, you guys remember what happened in Itomori? <laughs> uh, was that the Fukushima? <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, I'm going to say COVID. <laughs> it happened everywhere, you know, as far as I know. True. It, did, it did happen everywhere. <laughs> All right, put Stephen down for COVID. Uh, the prime uh, minister was killed. <laughs> with a pipe gun. Um, what happened? The carnival came to town. <laughs> the disaster <laughs> of the carnival. It was one of those situations. You were, did I, I watched the? I can't remember if it was what's his name PBS documentarian Ken Burns. I don't know if he did the oh. Barnum and Bailey documentary, but I watched this good do, Barnum and Bailey documentary at the beginning of COVID, and um, I think it was one of these situations where there was a huge big top fire. And a bunch of elephants died, so they just had to, or were so severely injured that they had to get shot in, in town. <laughs> and uh, Chase down that burning elephant! We gotta take it down! Send it to the choppers! <laughs> and then they just bury them by the railroad tracks before taking off. Uh, to run a circus. Yeah. Why did they get rid of the elephants? <laughs> but my favorite musical, The Greatest Showman, he, they're not like that. They're so cool and nice. And they mm-hmm. sing great songs. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, what's The Greatest Showman song? <laughs> the Bearded Lady song, where she's like, uh, I'm the lady and I have a beard. <laughs> yeah, that song. I remember that. Yeah. Which would have been actually better than what they ended up doing. It was a, you know. When everyone in the UW theater department was obsessed or just so ecstatic that that movie came out. And I couldn't will up enough strength to give even the smallest shit about it. I should have known that this was not the life for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you should also know not to move to Japan because the fucking hottest movie when I moved there was still The Greatest Showman. Wow. 
<laughs> they're 2018. Wow. <laughs> Everybody's like, have you seen this yet? And I was like, no, but it came out a while ago. <laughs> Some executive in a boardroom in Hollywood is like, it's got legs in Japan. <laughs> Milk it. They can't get enough of you. Old middle-aged men are taking 13-year-olds on dates <laughs> to the greatest showman. Steven, what happened in Itomori three years ago? Are you saying COVID? Uh, I, well, I kind of want to say Asteroid. I think took out the city center. Okay. Meteor. Meteorite. Big crater. I think that's going to be a good set piece for this movie. Meteor. Meteorite. Big crater. <laughs> Bad. Do you think um, an oil man's... No, uh, the Japanese Space Force sent a team of oil men up to the asteroid to blow it up. <laughs> like that... Uh... We love James Cameron. No, that wasn't James Cameron. <laughs> I'm pretty sure... No, it was, that was Michael Bay. James yeah, Cameron. Michael Bay. His Waluigi. <laughs> 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 because James but, Cameron but is Luigi. <laughs> oh, I was going to say James Cameron's Wario. <laughs> They're buds, but they have very different interests. <laughs> but it's very important to note they are not related. <laughs> Which one? Okay, so there was the Twitter poll. I don't mean to make this a two-hour long episode. But there was a Twitter poll that I was very invested in. Because Mario and Luigi are Italian. And Mario and Luigi are supposed to be the opposite. So what ethnicity <laughs> did you think they were? Did you see by the poll that I retweeted? Now, I don't know that they are, I haven't seen this retweeted yet, but just on gut instinct alone, I'm not saying that it's the opposite of Italian, but I think it would be very poignant if they were Greek. (laughs) Okay, so the options were Greek, French, Irish, or Norwegian. Okay, so I'm I'm pretty set on Greek. If you send me that poll, I'll vote for that. It's already closed. Ah, damn it. What one? (laughs) Well, Stephen, you have to pick first, yeah. and then Wes will tell you what one. I'm going to go with Greek also. That feels Or French. I think French would be funny for either of them. See, I went with French. I always just thought French. Especially well, with I mean, Waluigi's with the, it's voice. It's the wah. Wah ha ha. With Wario, I can hear Greek, but with Waluigi, I feel like I hear more French. I just know that they're both very European. They're both very hairy men. Wario, yes, but I don't know about Waluigi. <laughs> Waluigi, completely shaven. <laughs> because I feel like Luigi's the hairier brother out of Mario and Luigi. Yeah, he's probably got... Wait, no, what? Why am I agreeing with you? I disagree entirely. So... Uh, and last place, Irish. I thought that was the stupidest one because they don't have It doesn't Irish make accents. any sense. Yeah. No. Uh, Norwegian came in at 20%. French came at 28%. And Greek came at 37%. They're Greek. They're Greek. <laughs> but it was... It, it was, just makes sense. It was... You know, there was a lot of differing opinions, it seemed like. No one, no one broke a full polarity. I would love to be canceled for saying that Wario and Waluigi are Greek. <laughs> you can't it's anymore. The <laughs> it's the public consensus. You can't even say that people are Greek anymore. <laughs> All right, back to this quiz. Multiple choice. Number one. What separates our leads, 
Taki and Mitsuha. A. Their families. B. A labyrinthine public transit system. C. Time. Or D. A mysterious mountain. Ooh. Steven, you gonna take it? I'm gonna go mountain because it's the opposite of the crater I talked about in the last question. I think there's gonna be a crater and then they wake up and it's inverted into a mountain. You know, I was part of my 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 favorite production I was ever part of was um, my Sea Store Story. No, it was <laughs> shortly after. It was my uh, junior year. Uh, it was uh, UTA's production of Romeo and Juliet. So I'm gonna <laughs> have to say, I'm gonna have to say, families, families okay. are keeping the most part family yeah it brings the fast and furious gang together but it keeps so many others apart (laughs) uh in that show i got to play tybalt who dies and my corpse is in the last scene and during rehearsals i would fall asleep (laughs) they everyone told me i snored for a lot of the rehearsal (laughs) The director had such a bad idea of what the budget was that he charged uh, people $25 admission, which is absurd. My whole family saw it. (laughs) Like, extended family came to see it. They didn't see anything else. This show was three and a half hours long. (laughs) $25. Yeah, that's sad. (laughs) Multiple choice number two. What is Mitsuha's sister's super cool business idea? A. Facebook 2. <laughs> B. Chew some rice, spit it out, turn it into sake, get rich. C. Sell feet pics. Or D. Market the town as a ghost town. Ooh. I'm going to go with ghost town. Uh, I'm going to go B, uh, rice spit sake, because that's just gross enough to possibly be in a Work. movie. Yeah, just... <laughs> yeah. Now this is just gross enough to work. <laughs> Although I feel like someone would have mentioned that to me about this movie instead of saying how sad it made them. Also, there's like, you know, rice spit sake, but very, very sad. Ethan, name this movie. It's so crazy, it just might work. I don't care. Who's your daddy? (laughs) Master of Disguise. A movie I have not seen, (laughs) refuse to cover on this show, or even talk about. Come on, it's just incredibly racist. (laughs) Next multiple choice question. (laughs) What happens when Taki finally tries to call Mitsuha? So they've been talking through the movie, but they don't call. What happens when Taki finally tries to call? A, she doesn't answer. Phone goes to voicemail. B, her phone has been disconnected. C, she does answer, but says she doesn't want to talk. Or D, she cries tears of joy. I think C, she doesn't want to talk because of the drama. Drama for the sake of drama or drama over the phone calls? I think there's been something that's led to her saying she doesn't want to talk. But if it's just out of the blue, I'm happy with that also. 
It's a movie you'd love to watch. Uh, I'm going to say phone got disconnected. Those damn squirrels. <laughs> Too damn squirrely. Look, right, I'm just saying, toy- if you're letting me watch, show you tons of Woody Allen movies, <laughs> I, I should be able to show you Master of Disguise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowing the first one, so... <laughs> Let me make it clear I'm not watching the second one. (laughs) Multiple choice number four. What's the only clue that Taki has to find the town of Itomori? A. His picture-perfect recreation of the landscape. B. Its name. C. A phone number's area code. Or D. A really shitty map drawn by a kid. So it's not C. Just based on my, your, your my microphone got in the way. Yeah, sure. Out of the three of us, I'm the only one that has a giant microphone <laughs> in their eye line. Okay. And your audio sounds the best for it. You're goddamn right. I work hard. I spend money on this show. By the way, Wes, I was just charged for the yearly subscription again. <laughs> Then Momi. You could, uh... <laughs> it's always less than I think it's going to be. Isn't it like a hundred bucks? Yeah. It's less than Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh... Everybody drop your Amazon subscription, start a podcast. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just start giving stuff to you. Like invitations to join other podcast platforms and nothing else. <laughs> Look, I don't, I'm going to be honest. I don't remember any answers. I'm going to say B. <laughs> okay. See, I think it might be B because it's it's your name. It's the name. Okay. The name is the city. But also, I really like the zip code answer. I like the idea of a kid, like, pouring over zip code zones. Uh, phone area codes? Yeah. Area okay. codes. Um, so I'm going to go with that one. I'm going to do phone area codes. And then my last multiple choice question, how does the gang evacuate the town? I'm not giving you a reason why. I'm just telling you that they're doing it. A, low bomb threat. B, they start a fire in a school. C, they just run around the streets screaming. Or D, shouting the truth via a megaphone. (laughs) So this is just an episode of Always Sunny, huh? Just got to say, watching through that show again, not a single stinker in the bunch. It's just a really good show. Uh, Except for the ones where Frank uh, talks about his time in the mental institution. Those ones I find somewhat boring. Just saw someone put the Twin Peaks music under that scene. It's very good. (laughs) Maybe that would change it for me. That's what it's missing. (laughs) There's Music a, that is too loud. <laughs> there's an account I follow that's been putting the Laura Palmer theme song to different scenes from Seinfeld. And it just changes it <laughs> entirely. <laughs> How does the gang evacuate the town? Bomb, fire, screaming, megaphone. Bomb. I'm going to go fire. Sounds controversial. Less controversial or more controversial than a bomb. Yeah, a bomb threat, right? Uh, that's true. Um, 
Yeah. The difference between setting a fire in their school and just pulling the alarm. Truly the difference between assault and battery. <laughs> or vehicular manslaughter, Mr. Mosby. Or firing what you think is an unloaded prop gun at a... <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mosby. <laughs> Mr. Mosby. <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> Cole and Dylan lost their triplet. <laughs> Should I cut that? <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> We've obscured it with enough shit. Uh, all right, true or false? Number one. Taki's friends don't think anything's wrong with him. They just think he's dumb. True. Ah, uh, false. I think he's dumb and there's something wrong with him. <laughs> They're right and <laughs> there's something wrong. He is dumb and he's sick. Alright, true or false? Number two. This movie has two musical opening sequences. True because I want it to be true. Okay. Uh... Paul's out of hope alone. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Number three. Mitsuha's dad finally notices something's wrong with her when she cuts her hair. Classic. Uh, True. I'm going to say true also. Keep an eye out for that scene. It's a blink and you miss it. Huh? (laughs) You don't notice the haircut the whole rest of the movie? Um, True or false, number uh, four. It's probably five. Uh, Taki recognizes Mitsuha the first time they meet in person. False. Uh, I'm going to say false. Okay. It's like a funny, like... uh, we know they should know each other, but they don't. Okay. I'm going to say true in the same sense as Napoleon Dynamite with uh, Kip and LaFonda. In just as problematic of a way. I think... <laughs> Ethan, don't. <laughs> Take the Try to get into the nuance. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not taking the bait. <laughs> I will not be baited on my own program. (laughs) Not while I'm in charge. (laughs) Maybe if I was on the guessing side, I'd fall for it, but I'm the host right now. Uh, True or false, Mitsuha's best friends get married. False. I think in my head, these characters are like six years old. 16. Teenagers, kids. I don't think any Somewhere between married. 6 to 16 years old, no matter what, their children shouldn't be married. Yeah. <laughs> but by 16, they can have sex. <laughs> they... oh, this has really warped <laughs> a lot of your perception of life, hasn't it? <laughs> Japanese life, yeah. <laughs> um, last... I will say false okay and lastly and most importantly isekai steven i'll hear from you first i need to like google what that no no don't i can't no 
<laughs> Wes didn't get to do it for the first two episodes he was running on this show. I, I can't let you do it. I think I should know what this means, but I don't. I'm going to say yeah. Okay, what do you think it means? It's this genre of... Direct translation. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's like a specific genre of, of anime and manga. Is it like Come on, be more specific. Take high, a swing. High school, high school romance. That's the... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that's the what okay. i think it means okay i'll take that wes uh tell him what it means and uh tell me whether or not you think this movie's an isekai isekai is where you're like transported to a magical world right hmm. one that's not based in reality ah yeah you get it roughly right ethan yeah pretty much yeah so no i'm gonna say no no fantasy has phones. It ruined the whole damn thing. <laughs> well, Wesley has clearly not watched the breathtaking an- uh, anime In Another World with My Smartphone. Which I think this is the second time I brought that show up in yeah, this season. That's incredible. Get smartphone, it's fucking awful. <laughs> Surprising it's reception. <laughs> the thing is, it doesn't. There's another show that I've watched where a guy does go into another wor- world with a cell phone. It's not a smartphone. It doesn't have signal, and one of the big things that he uses it for is to take a picture with Flash, and it just scares the shit out of everyone, and they think he can do magic. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, my my favorite tweet, like anachronistic fantasy thing, is someone who said Game of Thrones should end with someone pulling up in a Camaro. <laughs> <laughs> jumping out and saying i found a car <laughs> roll credits <laughs> i found it <laughs> just trying to find here it is um yeah this is the one that i want to use i gave myself two options so uh I fully expect both of you to talk about the fact that this image is me taking a picture of my TV. <laughs> oh come on, I'm I've grown past that. Ooh. Interesting. So the first thing I notice is a switch where one of the Joy-Cons <laughs> has what appears to be scotch tape wrapped around one of the nodules. What's that what's that white stuff, Ethan? So I have two um finger pad covers. Uh there's one on both of the Joy-Cons. Uh they are shaped like cats, going like this. Ah! <laughs> oh yeah, I can see that. That's okay, good. it looks like you lost the rubber padding, so you just wrapped scotch tape around it to get some traction. Sounds <laughs> like a thing I would do. <laughs> Pro gamer move. <laughs> okay, we're we're watching a young woman fondling her breasts. Um, they're not exposed. They're she's wearing clothes. Pajamas, it appears. Yeah, seems like she just woke up. Uh, she's crying. An ugly cry, too. There's not. Um, and, 
And uh, someone's in the doorway. Yeah. You're not working together on this. This is competitive. (laughs) I have two theories. Uh, One of them is that uh, I was correct about the Freaky Friday situation. This is a boy Mm -hmm. in a girl's body uh, coming to terms with that fact. Oh, this is like Shaggy and Daphne's body. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Or Fred, Fred, Fred and Daphne. Uh, for those who don't understand gender, Fred is a man <laughs> and Daphne is a woman. <laughs> mm. uh, so in terms of the mystery gang, Fred has short hair, uh, you know. You've seen him. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't think there's anyone on this earth who hasn't seen Fred Jones. Yeah. But not everyone. Or Daphne Blake. Has seen the dichotomy of gender. I don't think I realized Fred's last name was Jones. Yeah, so um, when, every time I watch School of Rock, you find out the drummer kid's name is Freddie Jones. <laughs> um, and so I scream, Freddie Jones, you get back in that mystery machine. And then he gets in um, to Jack Black's van. That must get funnier every time you say it. Yeah, you can tell by how much I'm smiling <laughs> while recording. Uh, Look, it's not every day a joke lands flat for me on this show. I'm normally knocking home run after home run after home run. I'm allowed to have one miss. <laughs> but you can't have that one miss when you watch freaky. You watch uh, School of Rock every day and you make that same show. Look, Ned Schneebly made White Lotus, so when I watched White Lotus, I had to go back into it. I've never seen White Lotus. Please don't talk to me about it. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> so many uh, lotuses, I think. It's so white. <laughs> Lotus I'm gonna say so that... white. Hashtag <laughs> Lotus so white. <laughs> I'm going to say that this girl's been crying over the dude. Um, and she's stayed up all night. Look, I'm not going to explain why she's groping herself. So. Because if you were a woman, you'd do the same. <laughs> um, I'm going to say her little brother just came in and it's like, hey, time for school or something like that. Or like, hey, am I going to be able to sleep tonight? Because they, okay. uh, they live in the same house. Mm-hmm. All right, I think I got enough from Wes, except for when do you think this takes place in the movie? I think this is before the climax. I think the second act before the climax. Okay. Uh, Steven, so from you, I just have, girl woke up, someone's in the doorway. You were correct about the Freaky Friday. This is a boy in a girl's body coming to terms with that fact. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? Well, yeah, it's either that or it's just a girl uh, experiencing the horrors of puberty. Um, and... like how rapid? Like, <laughs> oh, fast! That's the plot. Puberty in a day, like oh, the beach God. that makes you old, but um, I don't know, a little the <laughs> the room that makes you develop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more like a slice of the beach that makes you old. It just makes you go through puberty. That's my Mon room M. of requirement. <laughs> You all should play Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> so wild <Fuck>. twist. <laughs> um, 
yeah, I think this takes place in minute one before the credits. Which credits? Ooh. <laughs> uh, in between, okay, I'll say this. In between the two musical numbers that it opens okay. with. I need you both to know um, that the song of this movie is one of the hottest songs ever to be released in Japan. <laughs> I think it's fine. This is the My Heart Will Go On of Japanese It cinema. is the new My Heart Will Go On. Uh, this is a quite song frankly. from The Greatest Showman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every convenience store plays this song like every fifth number in their rotation. Mm. Like the at least while I lived there. Maybe things have changed in the three years. Yeah. Like, I, I think I've told you both about the cheeseburger in paradise restaurant. No. 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 I could have sworn it. There Wait, was... is it that anytime someone ordered a cheeseburger no. that like the people would come sing cheeseburger in paradise? Okay. No. It was it was a restaurant chain owned by um what's his name? Billy Wilder. <laughs> uh... Warren Buffett. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett. Weird Al. Jimmy Buffett. And he and so like it was like Florida, like coconut bar themed, kind of like tropical. And uh, every hour on the hour, they played Cheeseburger in Paradise <laughs> over the speakers. And it was just the worst thing because it literally reminded you how long you've been there. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like there was a bar set up too so like <laughs> by the second time you hear it you're like okay i gotta go i can't stay here what was the service bad it was fine the rest of the restaurant was fine the food was fine but it was just like the the very concept <laughs> the core <laughs> concept of the restaurant drove people away <laughs> That was so it was a perfectly fine three out of five restaurant that docked itself a star and a half by its gimmick. Yes. <laughs> That's just the a, a manager that works there liked that song, and that was his shift. <laughs> it was purely coincidental that that was also the name of the restaurant. <laughs> you couldn't believe how excited that manager was to get that job. <laughs> He's like, I'm taking this place from good to great. <laughs> he staged it all like a bar rescue episode. <laughs> but he came in in disguise and he's like, guess what? It's also undercover boss. <laughs> but he told all the employees, I'm doing an undercover boss today. He's he's chewing out everyone like bar rescue but he's screaming <laughs> at them like, look, if you don't want Cheeseburger in Paradise played every hour on the hour, the fucking door's right behind you. And then he puts on his costume and goes behind the guys and he's like, we gotta do it! The boss said so! <laughs> TLC, have we got a show for you? Oh, God, this is yeah, going to be two hours. <laughs> no, it's only an hour. Uh, that's why I'm doing the outro right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
You've been listening to the game show. We ain't seen nothing yet. The current score happened. Uh, shit, I don't have it up. Wes, tell me the scores. I got 38 and a quarter points, and Ethan has 10. And I'm not going to get any more. <laughs> uh, we'll see how much Steven has next time before I delete him from existence. <laughs> can I just give, can I, if I get points, can I like hand him out? You as can I find want? this week's movie on HBO Max, I think. Uh, the reason I wanted to cover this movie first is because I have no idea how much longer it's going to be there. <laughs> I think. Uh, change my mind, you can't watch this movie on HBO Max. It's available on Crunchyroll, weirdly enough. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It. You can follow uh, me at Powerful Goose uh, or on Letterboxd at E-Geese. Uh. You can, uh, you can, <laughs> um, you can find Wesley on either platform at Baby Wesley. You can find Steven on Twitter at Big Stevesy. Or on Instagram at stiff animate stiff animation <laughs> that would <be> underscore. <laughs> Is that right? It's, that, it's supposed to be Steve animation, but it looks like Steph animation. And there's an underscore. But is it on uh, adjust Instagram or is it also your Twitter handle? And I got that right. No, no, no you're right. That's my Instagram. Nice. Yeah. And finally, remember, if you don't like Cheeseburger in Paradise on the hour, every hour, then don't let the door hit you on the way out, motherfucker! Bye. Get out of my restaurant! (laughs) 